Chapter twenty four of Carpenter's Geographical Reader Africa by Frank G. Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. In the Sudan. Our next travels are to be in the Sudan, that vast strip of country between the Sahara and the Gulf of Guinea, extending from the Atlantic Ocean clear across the continent to the highlands of Abyssinia the sudan is geographically divided into three parts the egyptian sudan containing the basin of the upper nile which we have already seen the central sudan including lake chad and the western sudan comprising the basins of the senegal niger and other rivers which flow into the atlantic ocean the country is politically divided amongst the french german and british who have taken possession of it on the ground of exploration or through their treaties with the natives it is also otherwise divided according to its native tribes this territory is so large that we can explore only the principal parts of it the distance across it from east to west is greater than from new york to san francisco and its width from north to south is greater than the distance from chicago to new orleans the different parts of the country vary in character in the north beginning with the semi-arid regions which border the sahara it has high fertile plains dotted with magnificent trees here the climate is good and the people are somewhat civilized farther south there is a dense belt of forest and along the coast the land is swampy the lower part of it contains hundreds of streams and waterways form the chief means of moving from one place to another this region is unhealthful for foreigners fevers are common and so many europeans and americans have died here that the land has been called the white man's grave nevertheless it is the home of many thousand natives its people are almost savage some of the tribes going naked and some having human sacrifices why is this country called the sudan words always mean something and there must be a reason for the name the word sudan means black and the sudan is the land of the blacks it is the true home of the negro and parts of it are inhabited by many millions belonging to that race we have already seen that there are other races than the negro in africa the continent has four principal races and many subordinate ones made by the principal ones mixing together most of the northern natives are the descendants of the white type of mankind while those of the southern sudan and southern africa are of two races of the black type the northern africans of various tribes are the descendants of the semitic and hamitic races they are much like us having similar features and sometimes as we saw in the atlas mountains skins almost as white as our own the black races are the negroes who are found in their purest state in the southern sudan along the gulf of guinea and also the bushmen and hottentots who live in the southern part of the continent these black races have somewhat similar features they have woolly hair thick lips and flat noses but the hottentots and bushmen have lighter skins and more prominent cheekbones than the pure negroes in addition to these races there are many others formed by the different races mixing together africa has thousands of independent tribes which have always been warring upon one another captives taken in battle have become slaves and slaves have been carried from country to country and sold they have sometimes intermarried with their captors so that in places it is almost impossible to tell where one race ends 
and another begins the people are sometimes classed according to the language they speak there are many different languages used in the different parts of africa in the congo basin and in the southern half of the continent there are tribes which speak the bantu language and for this reason they are referred to by the common name of bantus we shall hear this name as we go on with our travels our first journey through the sudan shall be to the high plains where we may perhaps meet some of the old friends with whom we travelled in the sahara caravans are always moving across the sands from the mediterranean to these plains carrying goods there are a number of caravan routes and great market towns to which the caravans come the most important of these are timbuktu in the french sudan kano in northern nigeria and kuka on lake chad the two latter towns being in the british sudan these places are at wide distances apart but they are all on the highlands not far from the sahara and their people have been trading for many centuries with the more civilized people of the north the chief trade routes of the northern sudan run east and west on account of the dense forests which lie farther south they are little more than paths through the country and we shall not attempt to describe our slow marches from place to place end of chapter twenty four